deliverance because it's here in the holiness of deliverance. And we possess our possession. So I want to congratulate you for coming to this mountain. Because in this mountain, you don't go back the way you left in Jesus. You came in Jesus' name. Amen. So this morning, they don't want to encourage us because, again, we're in a place where we must we must go with something. So the, our decision this morning is, uh, the tag is very simple. And the tag is simply, my father, my fighter. My father, my fighter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And we'll read a few scriptures to support this, and then we'll take some few prayer points. Now, I'm sure we all know how Jesus taught us to pray. In Matthew 6, verse 9, Matthew 6, verse 9, Jesus said that when we pray, we should start with, Our Father, what heaven, hallowed be thy name. So it's important that we are reminded or remind ourselves that we're dealing with our father. Other religions, there are religions who see God as one terror that we cannot approach. One terror who will dispense to us, you know, uh, that dictates everything to us and no loving. No. In our own case, we're talking about our father. So, and this morning, the theme of this as well is my father, my father, my fighter. Because it's your father is able to fight for you. Because he's a, he's, a, he's a good father. He's a father that can defend. He's a father that is a man of war. He's a father that has never lost any battle. He's a father that tells us in Zechariah chapter 2, verse 8, he said that we are the apple of his eyes. And that's why he can fight for us. You know, there's no man, even ourselves, mere mortals. You know, if somebody wants to touch your eyeball, it's unlikely that you will just take like that and not do anything. So when you are the apple of God's eyes, God will not wait and see that eye being touched anyhow. So that's why our God is our father and is also our fighter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So I would like us to read a couple of scriptures, familiar ones, but we'll read and just speak a few points there. If you go to Exodus chapter 14, Exodus 14. I read from verse 21. I read quickly. I read from verse 21. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. The, and the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning watch, just like we are praying this morning, God is doing something. Say, in the morning watch, as they start to pray, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and trouble the host of the Egyptians. Because you are woken up this morning to talk to God, this morning watch, God is looking at your enemies. God is looking at those who are pursuing you and God will trouble them in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Will trouble our troublers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And look at what God did. He said, and said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fighted for them against the Egyptians. 
so when God, when it gets to this stage where those who are pursuing you are not confessing that God is on your side, you know, sometimes they will say you are a witch. You know, recently somebody was, the poor, I called my wife a witch. Why? Because our prayers have been troubling the city. So very soon they will start saying a number of things. I told my wife, don't worry. They said that Jesus used the power of Basil, so it's not a new thing. They've said that the Jew is a witch. They've said everything. So don't worry about that. It's because something is happening. So when God starts to look at the camp of the enemy and it starts to trouble them, they themselves will confess that the Lord is fighting for them. And verse 26 says, And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thy hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and it still returned to his strength when the morning appeared, and Egyptians fled against it. And the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered their, the chariots and the horsemen, and all the use of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Your father is your fighter. You know, sometimes, you know, we want to have the sentiment, oh, God is too gentle, God is a good God. Yes, he's a good God, but not when it comes to his children. Not when, when it comes to his covenant children. Not when it comes to when somebody, an adversary is determined to bring you down. That adversary will go ahead of you. That adversary will, will go down and you will not go down. In the name of Jesus. So Amen. In, this, in this case, we saw a helpless, a helpless people who wouldn't, they didn't have, they didn't have one AK-47, topless of chariots, topless of horses. They looked very helpless, but there was a big God behind them. And that's why the Bible tells us that say, he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. You know, so there's nothing to fear. You may look like you don't have anything. You may look like those who want to come against you at work or in your neighborhood or in the family, anywhere, they may even appear strong. They may appear, you know, but, but then it doesn't matter because where the battle is not really yours, the battle is God's. You know, and the Bible tells us in, in um, I think Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4, it says that the weapon of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are mighty through God. They are mighty through God. And that's why what you have to boast with, what I have to boast with, is the God that we have. That our God is bigger than the biggest. If the Bible says that it's higher than the highest. So there's nothing to fear. If that God be for us, the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 8, you start to read from verse 31 down. Then if God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, who can be against us? So you need to have that assurance in you that you have a God who is not only your father, but is also your fighter. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, yeah, we'll look at another, 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 you know, another scripture and see where God again, you know, where God again showed up and fought for his people. You look at you know, last scripture, Bible, you know, it's Second Second Chronicles chapter twenty, Second Chronicles twenty, and from verse sixteen. Second Chronicles twenty from verse sixteen. We know the preambles of this story, where three nations gathered against Jehoshaphat, you know, and the children of Judah, you know, and the children of God. And look at what happened from verse sixteen. God told them, "Say to, tomorrow, 
go ye down against them, behold, tomorrow go ye down against them, behold, they come up by the cliff of Zeb, and ye shall find them at the end of the brook, before the wilderness of Jeruel. Ye shall not need to fight in this battle. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know what encampment has been organized. But what, what the first thing God will do is that God will expose, expose the escape. Because God told them, don't worry, I know where they are coming from. See, they are coming by the cliff of Zeb. So God has gone ahead to, to, to see them. God has done a reconnaissance on them. He has known, he knows their roots, he knows their strength, he knows their probability, and he knows that they are nothing. So he said, you don't need to fight in this battle. So set yourself, stand, you stand still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. So God is telling somebody this morning, say, just stand still and know that is God. Stand still and know that is God. Because God is that same God yesterday, the same God today, same God forever. He has not diminished in might. He has not diminished in strength. This same God that fought for Jewish and the children of Judah, that same God is still on your side. Praise yeah. the Lord. Absolutely. So you don't need to fight in that battle. That thing that looks like, oh, you come over me. Not to worry. If God be for us, the Bible says, who can be against us? Say, if God be for us, who can be against us? I don't just take this song. There's a few more scriptures, go, but I don't take this song to just charge ourselves. I don't have enough force. Know the songs. You know, um, I cannot bow before you and end up in shame. No way, no way. I cannot bow before you and bow before men. No way. No way, because you are my God. Because you are my God. I cannot call on your name and end up in shame. No way. No way, I cannot bow before you and bow before them. No way, no way, because you are my God. Because you are my God. So that is our confession. You know, we have a God. You cannot call on God's name and end up in shame. Because we have a God that has told us in his word in 12 chapter 2. He said, ye shall not be ashamed. God knows that when you lose the battle, he brings shame. That's why he decided to take over the battle. He decided to step in. And many of us need to stop struggling the steering of the car with God. We need to start listening to God's instruction. Like Jehoshaphat did. We need to start knowing that 
you know, it is all of God or nothing. Let God be God. But let all men be liars. God is truth. So it's time for us to really take those issues to God. He's our father. He's our fighter. And that's what the Bible tells us. Go to Psalm 24, verse 7 and 8. What the Bible tells us there. It is a very popular scripture. It says, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and let the King of glory come in. Say, Who is this King of glory? Say, The Lord that is mighty. The Lord mighty. Mighty in part. Say, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up your everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come. He said, who is this king of glory? He said, the Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. So one of God's speciality is taking on fights. And I can tell you, of course, we know that we're in a contest anyway, you know, as believers. You know, we'll not be amongst those who deceive ourselves. Um, you know, Jesus himself said it. He said, from the time of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffering violence, the violent take it by force. You know, Belsi calls us the soldiers of Christ, soldiers of the cross. We're not civilians. So therefore, we wake up like this in the morning to take things to God. Because this is our altar and this is our strength. Praise the Lord. And that song, there's that song that says, I call you Jehovah, you answer by fire. I call you my father, you answer by fire. I call you my father, you answer by fire. So as we call on God, God is able to rain fire down. And that's what happened in Joshua chapter 10. In Joshua chapter 10, read verse 10 and 11 of Joshua chapter 10, you see that when God decides to fight for his people, God can do anything. God does not hold back. In the times of Joshua, you know, oh, yeah. the, the kingdom of, of Gideon was attacked and they called Joshua to fight. Because five kings had gathered together. You know, five Amorite kings had gathered together. And what happened in Joshua chapter 10? And verse 10, verse 10. He said, and the Lord discomfited them before Israel and slew them with a great slaughter at Gibeon and chased them along the way that went up to Betoron and smote them in Ezekiel and unto Mekada. And verse 11 says, and it came to pass as they fled from before Israel, the way your adversary will flee before you, and we are in the going down of Betoron that the Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon them. Okay, so there are stones in heaven. There are stones in heaven. So let's not think that we know that, but there are stones. When God wants to fight, he can manufacture things. You know, he's a creator of say, The Lord cast down great stones from heaven upon the head, upon them, and they died. And they were more fish died with hailstones than whom the children of Israel slew with the swords. You can see that when God steps into the battle, then your own effort is very little. He said that the people that died by God's intervention were more than those that Israel managed to even kill. So those things you have been fighting by yourself, when you allow God to take over, 
a lot happens. So, is your father is your fighter? There, there are precedences that God stepped in and took over the battle of his children. So it's not been new in your matter when God steps in and takes over and fights that fight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So as we start to go towards, you know, wrapping up, let's turn a couple more, you know, scriptures. In 2 Kings chapter 7, and most of these points we are raising, we're going to use them as prayer points. Now, it's not Kings chapter 7. It's the story around, if you like, it's Kings chapter 6 and 7, actually. Chapter 6 is where there was a siege upon the children of Israel. There was a siege in the land. The Assyrians had come and, you know, laid a big siege upon the Israelites. And things were very tough. I don't know what siege we are going through, but again, our fighter, who is our father, will intervene on our behalf in Jesus' name. Amen. See, and so, things were that tough, and those four lepers, in, in 2 Kings 7 verse 4, verse, let me start from verse 5, and they rose up in the twilight to go to the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost parts of the camp of, of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and the noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel had hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they rose they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. You can see God, another weapon here. He said, God sent a noise. I decree over your life and over my life that all those who are determined who are, you know, organizing against us, they will hear a noise from heaven. Amen. God will send a noise ahead of us. Amen. They will start to run. Bible says that the wicked then run it when no man pursues him. That God will put them, you know, on their heels because they will not be comfortable. They will hear a noise. So God sent a noise against the armies of the enemies and they fled and the siege was over. So I'm praying over our lives that whatever siege is there over us, you know, concerning our children, concerning our job, concerning our families, concerning whatever, our relationships, that God will send a noise into the camp of the enemies and will scatter them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And let's go to Isaiah chapter 43. You know, before we start to pray, Isaiah 43, verse 1 to 4. Again, you see that God can go to any extent for us because He's our Father, He's our fighter. Say, but now, thus said the Lord, Isaiah 43 from verse 1. But now, thus said the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee. I have called thee by thy name. Thou art mine. When thou passest through the waters, 
I will be with thee, with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be born, neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. For I am the Lord thy God, the Holy One of Israel, thy Savior. I gave Egypt for thy ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for thee. Verse 4. So since thou was precious in my sight, thou hast been honorable and have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee and people for thy life. So that's how far, far, far God can go. Because he's our father. He said, I have loved thee. He said, you are precious in my sight. You are honorable to me. I don't know what men say about you, but you are honorable to me. Say, I have loved thee. Therefore, I will give men for thee. And people for thy life. So this is how far God can go as a, a fighter on our side. He can do and undo. So it's important that we know that our back, God has our back. You know, I'm reminded of a testimony some years back that somebody where we, we, we used to live, somebody accused us and said um, there was the you know when you when you stay in a compound you know a block of flats sometimes you have some occasion but on this occasion particularly nothing that we did and then this family got a lawyer and the lawyer wrote us a letter that um, we should pay that uh, my wife said something that is damages. I think I don't know the amount now. Was it four million naira or ten million naira? It was many years back. A lot of money. So we, we were not disturbed because there was this was all falsehood. But again, at that time, I think there was a program in the camp, a convention, like this August coming. And we took the letter to the camp to pray. We all traveled, the whole family traveled. And uh, one of those days, one of the ministers who prayed with us. He said he saw arrows going back to the senders. And we said, Amen. And then, by the time we got back home, a few days after that, of course, our neighbors, the, the, the man of the house had been arrested. He was already in the police uh, was already in the, in the police cell for a couple of days. He said some things got missing in his office, that he has to buy them, whether he knows about them or not. And then a lot of people in the neighborhood came and said, where did you guys go to? Because they were also aware of what the letter they sent to us. We said we went to our God. We went to our fighter. God cannot fight. Where do we start from? When everything is fabricated. You know? So I'm sharing this testimony to encourage somebody. You know? Because if God is on your side, especially if God be for us, who can be against us? And... That testimony probably led to a couple of people following us to church. The point is this. If he's our father, he's also ready to fight for us. He's not a God that we just... He's uh, not a title. God is not into titles. Oh, I'm just your father for father's sake. 
is our father for a reason. And I'm trusting God that, you know, today, this year, going forward, he will manifest himself as our fighter in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So I'd like us to just go to the Lord this morning, you know, one more time and just appreciate the Lord because, you know, God is so good. He's called us. If the Lord tells us in Jeremiah 31, verse 3, He said, He has loved us with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31, verse 3. So let us thank the Lord for loving us. Some of us can really be unloving, but God loves us anyway. So let us thank the Lord for His love, how He has loved us in spite of us. Thank you for loving us, Lord. In spite of us. He has loved us all the same. All the same. He has loved us all the same. Yes. He has loved us. He has loved us. He has loved us. He has loved us. Since we are the apple of his eyes. Can you imagine? The Almighty God, that holy God, says that we are the apple of His eyes. Let's thank Him for loving us, in spite of us. Let's thank Him for loving us. John chapter 1, verse 12 said, As many as received Him, He gave the power to become the sons of God. And he has called us, made us his child, his, his children. Thank you, Lord, for making us your children. He loves me, I cannot say why. He loves me, I cannot say why. Oh, how victory is offered for me. He loves me. I cannot say why. He loves me, I cannot say why. He loves me, I cannot say why. On Calvary tree, he suffered for me. I cannot see why. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for being our Father indeed. We don't know why you loved us. Thank you, Thank you for loving us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, we worship. So, if you look at the scriptures we've just read, the Bible says that in the morning watch, God zeroed in on the enemies of the children of God on Pharaoh and his camp. I want us to pray this morning that Lord, I don't know where they are gathered. 
I don't know what scheming is going on. But wherever they are, upon the surface of the earth, in the heavens, on the earth, under the earth, Lord, zero in on them and start to trouble the camp of the enemies. Trouble the camp of the enemies. Trouble their camp, oh Lord. Every camp cage, every association, every gathering, Lord, yes, zero on them, Lord, and trouble them. When you trouble the Egyptians, trouble them, Lord. Trouble them, Lord. Then the morning watch, look into the camp of the enemy. And trouble them. Trouble my troublers. 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 Trouble my troublers.
Say, Lord, dismantle every gang up against my life. The fight gang up against my family. Dismantle them. Yes. And then kill themselves. Let them destroy every gang up. Amen. Amen. Now we'll take this last one. Isaiah 43, verse 4 tells us. He said, I said, God said they will give men for our sake. He said, I'll give people for your life. I want you to pray that, Father, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, oh Lord, to whatever extent, Lord, deliver me from every agenda of the wicked. Every agenda of the wicked. Every agenda against my family, against my children, against my career. Deliver me by all means. Whatever it takes, O Lord. Arise, O Lord. My father, my fighter. Father, my fighter. Arise, O Lord. Arise. Whatever it takes. 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 Oh, my father. Oh, my fighter. Fight of me. Fight of my children. Word of my wife, word of my career, word of my ministry. Let's try to thank God for answer prayers. Let's thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord for answer prayers. Let's exalt His name. It's faithful. God is faithful. God is faithful. Testimonies shall follow. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Our Father, we thank you this morning again because you are ever faithful, ever dependable. Our Father, our fighter, we thank you. Thank you, Lord, for sending your counsel our way. Thank you because testimonies shall follow. Give you praise. Thank you for the grace to come to your presence. Thank you, Lord, for this mountain of deliverance. Father, we exalt your name, O Lord. Ever more strengthen us, ever more encourage us with testimonies. Thank you, most high God. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen.